listening to the Dynamic Women podcast. Each week, you'll be inspired by our global community of women. They'll share with you tools and stories to help you be dynamic in every area of life. Here's your host, award-winning coach and the CEO and founder of Dynamic Women, Diane Ralston. lots to get done in your life, let alone your business. And so today in this episode, we're going to talk about the five tactics to get more done in your business without you doing it. Hello everyone. I'm Diane Rolston and I'm so excited to be able to take you through these different things because man, I know I'm busy. I got a couple of kids. I'm trying to stay healthy, keep my marriage alive and also get all this stuff done. So I'm going to go through these pretty quickly. Have your pen and paper ready. I'm going to give you the five different ways that you can get more done and also all of the different benefits to it as well as how you can actually do it. Sound good? Let's get started. So I got to tell you straight off the bat, these all involve delegating. So if you have trouble with delegating, you need to get over it. You need to figure out what that is. And please know that on my Facebook page, Diane Rolston, every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific time, I have the Diane Rolston show. And so you can come, you can bring me your questions and you can even send them in advance. Just send me an email with the subject line, Diane Rolston show subject and put that in subject line. And then in the email that you send to Diane at dianerolston.com, please tell me what your problem is. Tell me what a challenge that you have is. Tell me a question that you want answered. I'm happy to go over it in the live or to bring it on my podcast. But with the Facebook live, you can actually be on there while I'm talking about it. So that's a ultra cool benefit there. So let's go back to delegating. And there are five different ways that you can delegate. The first way, which is the most common way that people think about, is actually hiring an employee. And in order to know who you need to hire and when you need to hire, the first thing you need to do is go through your organizational chart. So grab an organizational chart off the internet if you don't have one already and fill in all the different departments. So you have your HR department, you have your finance department, you have your marketing department, research and development, like all list all the different departments and then all the different rules that happen underneath. And I get it. A lot of times, solopreneurs do not have anyone doing anything but themselves. So what you're going to actually do is write your name in every single role that your organization has, has that you are a part of. And if you do have employees, you're going to fill their names in. Now, why would you write this even if you know that all the different spots are your name? Because you need to have the reality that you are not just in the CEO role, you're in every single role there. Now, if you're a professional, you have the different organizational charts with the different employees. And so you fit in there somewhere as well. And so even though you might not have the power to hire an employee, you're gonna be able to see in me explaining this, if you're doing more than you should be doing. So first start with that organizational chart. Then you got to look at that and think, which is the one that I want to get rid of the fastest? Is it bookkeeping? Is it your social media? Is it hiring? Like, what is it on there that you want to get rid of? 
and plan for when they're going to come. So in six months from now, I'm going to hire a bookkeeper or I'm going to have someone take over my social media in three months, in one year, whatever it may be. So that you know and you can plan and see that your finances match up with that. Then with each of those different places on the organizational chart, specifically the ones you want to hire for first, set some really clear roles and responsibilities. Why? Because you want to know what you're hiring for. You need to do a job posting. This is going to help. And then afterwards, when someone gets hired, you have clear roles. You have clear responsibilities. People know what's expected of them. But make sure you also have the outcomes there. Now, in the hiring process, you might be by yourself. So you're like, this is awkward. I have to hire an interview by myself. Bring someone in. It could be a friend. It could be a trusted uh, business advisor. That's what I often do. And have them come in to the interview with you. What are the benefits of that? Well, while you're sitting there thinking up your next question, they can ask a question. Also, you, you have someone to kind of run things by. You're like, hmm, I don't know. Do you think that she has enough time to do this role? I don't know. Like, what do you think about these skills? You can talk with them after about it to bounce ideas off and see if it really is the best choice or not. Also, the really cool thing is if there's some awkward questions in there, like ones that could say, oh, well, you know, Diane is a very um, creative person and she might have ideas that come, you know, out of the blue and last minute that need to be implemented. Are you okay with working like that, with working on your feet, with being spontaneous? Do you, can you do that? So that's maybe not something I want to ask, but it would be something that the other person can ask for me. It's also good to have them ask the question about the pay, about the pay scale. So if you have a this between this and this per hour, have them ask that question. And you've heard the hire slow and fire fast. So have that three-month probationary period in there so that you can let them go if it's not a fit. I've actually cried in letting someone go and they cried too because we loved each other dearly. It just wasn't the right fit for either of us. Another key tip when you're hiring an employee is train them for one hour and then have them do three hours of work. Otherwise, you're going to be either not hiring because you're like, I don't have time to train anybody. Or when you do hire them and then you start training, you have no time to get your own work done. I've been totally guilty of this. And your business needs to keep making money and needs to keep moving forward so you can pay for this person. The other thing is having them on board should actually like pay for themselves. So whether that means they're doing more the social media, the marketing and such, which brings in more clients, more customers, more cash, so they're, they're literally building um, or doing sales. So they're actually bringing in the money themselves that pay for them. Or they're freeing you up to make the money. Make sense? Because the whole idea is leveraging, right? If, if you can, um, if it costs you, you know, you're 200 bucks an hour, let's just say, and you bring someone in for $50 an hour, well, then they can do four hours of work before you know, for equaling your one hour. So be thinking about that, be leveraging. Then when you're working with them, you always have to review how they're doing, see how their progress is, because trust me, they are not gonna be perfect in those first few weeks, and do some goal setting with them. Ask them what kind of goals they wanna set. 
and then pass off more work. So as they get to do things, as they get to do well, they're going to be faster at it. So then pass off more responsibilities. I know there's a lot more there around hiring an employee, but that's just the basics to get you started. And if any of these pieces around hiring an employee are something that you really want to talk more about, please reach out to me and let me know. The second way that you can get more done in your business without you doing it is get someone on contract. So you can have them for a shorter period of time. You can have them just working on a project. And the benefits of this are you get to try them out. So imagine you're a little behind. You're thinking, oh my gosh, I need to hire a bookkeeper, but I don't know if I want to. I don't know if this person's going to be the right fit. Just say to them, hey, I've got some bookkeeping work for the next couple of weeks. Uh, Would you like to come in and do it? And this is your way of secretly sussing them out, right? So you get to try them out. It can also simplify things for you because then you're not like, I got to figure out, you know, with the government, I'm hiring somebody. And so in Canada, you know, doing CPP and all that other stuff. Um, And so there's some less responsibility there. Also, if things don't work out, it's a lot easier to let them go. You don't have to worry about that. And so be thinking about getting someone on contract. Now, same thing, excuse me, same thing applies when you're thinking about bringing them in. You need clear roles and responsibilities. You need to think about how you're going to review the progress, how you're going to goal set um, in a way that's not, they're not your employee. You might even have to train them, but with the likes of a bookkeeper or such, you're hiring them for their skill. And so that's also why having someone on contract in that type of skill set is much, you know, really beneficial. The third way, the third tactic for you to get more done without doing it yourself is have freelancers. And I love doing this, especially for, you know, little projects, one-offs that I could do. And trust me, I love Canva and I love designing things. But really going to something like Upwork and hiring a freelancer on there to design, I'll share some things I've had, book covers, uh, magazine ads, uh, press release kind of design, um, sales sheets, uh, what else? Intro music to my probably to this podcast. Intro music uh, for my programs that I offer. It's the beginning of all of them: dynamic balance, dynamic power, um, social media images, quote images. You get the point. Also, research lists. Maybe you need a list of something. Um, for example, all the dentists in the Vancouver area. Maybe you need that for a certain reason because they're your ideal clients. So have freelancers do this. They're project-based. It can lead to more work if you like them. I've, I've hired the same people back again and again. And it's much easier because we know how to work together now. It's lower cost. Okay, you know, obviously everybody wants to hire local. Everyone wants to hire someone around them. But if you're a business, it's a lean startup or you're cutting your costs, hiring someone from another country is beneficial to you but also lovely for them that they get to do some use some of their skills and get paid as well and there's also no commitment just like the contract there's um so i'm having someone on contract there with a freelancer there's there's even less commitment to them as with upwork the cool thing is that your money goes in escrow and when it's in escrow um you, you know they're doing the work and then only when the work is done and done to your specs exactly what you wanted will the money be released so your butt's covered 
Um, and the whole platform is really good. And I'm in no way affiliated with Upwork. I just enjoy using them. The fourth way is to acquire vendors. So vendor, maybe you have a, a print broker. Yeah, maybe you have someone that does your merchandise. Um, so think about, uh, or maybe you have someone that does your website. So these different vendors, they're really great at what they do. And they want to keep your business. So they're going to work really hard for you. And all you need to do is reach out and say, I need this done or I need that done. I don't know how much time that I've saved with having my print broker find the best deal. And I know that she can find the best quality for the best price. I can go on to certain websites. I won't name any um, because of what I'm going to say after, but you can go on some websites and get some really cheap printing done. That's not for me personally. Uh, maybe that is for you. Um, but it saves you going into the likes of staples and photocopying things. So be thinking about where can you save more time by bringing vendors in. You know, maybe you have a vendor that posts your blogs. Maybe you, have, maybe you have a freelancer that writes the blog and then you have a company that posts them. Uh, I have a company that does my podcast posting and then I have another company that takes my blog and they uh, post it on all the different social media platforms. And I have someone else who's helping me, you know, piece together my blogs based on these podcasts. So it, a lot of it I've been able to do and not have to do it myself. And that's, that's why I'm doing this today is because people keep saying to me, how do you do all this? How do you do everything? Well, I'm just smart about where I delegate. And I've made a lot of mistakes. I have. I've delegated to the wrong people. Things kind of fell through the cracks. Um, sometimes there are relationships with people that are important to me. They weren't you know, they maybe weren't as respectful or knowledgeable about clients of mine and so made mistakes. It, it's a learning curve. And that's why you have to hire slow and fire fast. And having freelancers or vendors or people on contract is a really great way to build that trust, to test people out before you hire them full time. And the fifth way is to bring in an intern. And we know that interns are often lower cost. Some companies do no cost. They don't pay them at all because of the opportunity that they're offering them. But they are great because they're new and they're eager and they're willing to learn. And if you get the right one, they're willing to learn and new and eager. Um, but they're lower cost because they're students. They're looking for that experience. And they're hoping eventually for maybe to be able to continue working with you or at least to get a really great recommendation so that they can get employment somewhere else. Now, so what's cool about them too is that they have a fresh outlook. They might have learned some new things um, based on their uh, newness and freshness. They might not have been already skewed with other, you know, viewpoints and they can bring a whole new demographics opinion to things. Eventually they could turn out to be a great employee. And so you've really had them on kind of a probationary period at a lower cost with no long-term obligation. So bringing in an intern can be a really great opportunity for a business owner. So there's the five different tactics that you can use to get more done in your business without you doing it. And I also encourage you to think about delegating in your life, your cleaning, your laundry, um, your meal prep, your grocery shopping, your ironing, gardening, car care, whatever it may be, think about it is what I'm doing right now worth an hour of my time when I'm paid at my highest rate, or is doing this myself 
um, more important than some other of my priorities, like hanging out with your kids, having some downtime, um, spending time with your partner, whatever it may be, that's important. And so why do we care about getting more done in your business without you doing it? So you can actually enjoy life, right? That's what it's all come down to. It's going to create some more freedom for you. And so if you're doing some of these, I'd love to hear about it. You can send me an email, dianadianerolston.com. Tell me your story and I would be happy to share it on the next podcast and uh, inspire others. So share your story to inspire others. You can also jump onto one of my social medias and share with me there. Just make sure you tag me in the appropriate way. So until next time, everyone, thanks so much for joining me today and stay dynamic. Thank you, Dynamic Women, for joining us today. Please hop on over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Who do you know who needs to hear our message? We'd love it if you'd share our channel with your friends and family. If you're ready to be more dynamic, have more balance and more success, head over to www.dynamicwomenclub.com forward slash free gift for your key to success book. Stay dynamic.